When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel shirt. No. It's episode 31, seat no 32. Well, I've got a numbers wrong, sorry. Fuck. This is your thing. I know, I know. You hate it when I do it. I know. Um, Thelonious Fifth. Hello, Happy New Year, everyone. David, Hope you had a good Christmas. David Alfie Ward. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Hope you had a good Christmas. I don't care whether you had a good Christmas. <laughs> this is like. toxic positivity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, that's I just said it because now. T said it. It's boring bullshit. Yeah. Like, that, how many times have people said, good Christmas? Yeah, that, I know, but that's a thing. That's a bollocks because T said it and then I felt like I had to because then you introduced me second. Yeah, yeah. So I looked like an arse off. I didn't wish them Happy New Year and Good Christmas or whatever. Yeah, no, true. So, so fuck T for being nice. Yeah, that's true. And I, 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 like my, Me and my little brother now, we have no pleasantries when we start a phone call because we had a conversation about a month ago where he goes, can we just stop this shit? Like, how you doing? How's your it just gets in the way of the point. So now we pick up and go straight into whatever conversation we want to go into. And it works well. What well, if a loudspeaker, though? You just start talking about, you know, the lump you've found in your boards. Yeah, well, I I mean, I don't know. Who answers the phone on loudspeaker? If in a car. Yeah. But I think it's polite. If you're in a car and you know that it could be dodgy conversation, you say, no, you could just say, like, oh, I'm driving straight early doors. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let them know. Let them know. Um... It is the uh, first pod of the decade. We did a Skype one, but they didn't yeah. count. Oh, it was very good, by the way. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was funny that the moment towards the end of the podcast, and this wasn't a joke. When I looked around, and there was a Polishman, Pol- a Pol- <laughs> so Polishman, you can't say. I've, I've since been told this. Not allowed to say it. Like you can't oh, say Chinaman. I was just laughing so because I listened to it today just in case because I didn't want to repeat anything that had been said. Yeah, and. Um, it was so. I was driving down from Norfolk, and I, it was so because it just seemed like you'd ask Alex to say, like, explain a story or whatever, yeah. and then you just went, "Ah, fuck him," and just like <laughs> walked it. away, just left him just talking. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate it. Did sound like that. It was just that in in my world at that moment, there was a strange man at the door who was knocking and looking at me. And how can I articulate to someone who doesn't speak English? His vocation is a mechanic who 
probably doesn't un- actually I'm, I'm reaching a little bit but perhaps doesn't understand the fact that my job is to record a podcast and what I'm doing at that time of night which is about 8 30 is talking into a microphone to two people on the internet it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't speak well, you just say you could sum up and just say sorry mate I'm a nonce and then he'd be like oh okay that's why he's on the internet at 8 o'clock with well, headphones on yeah I mean I could have done that yeah. uh, I didn't think of that at the time but next time definitely what can you tell us because I want to know can you tell the listeners because I'm sure mm. they want to know what happened after you got off that the, the, uh, I went around his house right I went around and he uh, and th- was there any kind of could you communicate at all? N- not really. Uh, other than you know, when you get get in a taxi uh, when you're <laughs> when you're abroad or when you're watching Spurs, yeah. And what do you do? Like, if, if the guy doesn't speak English and you you want to kind of appear polite, you mention local football teams. So I mentioned Lech Poznan, and I mentioned the city of Krakow, and that was pretty much it. Uh, and, and 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 he said, "Oh no, Krakow's uh, ten miles from Krakow." I was like, "Okay, fine." He goes, "Here's some what I think was sherry, but they drew uh, brewed themselves because he took me through his house, which was as you'd expect a house that is lived in by seven Polish people, Polish men especially. It was it, there was there wasn't much going on apart from this cupboard that he took me to." which had barrels and barrels of this shit that he'd given me to drink, which I can only describe as... It, it tasted like port. But... And he was just drinking it merrily, and I'm like, what the fuck am I drinking? I said, what is this? And he took me into the garden in pitch black. <laughs> right? This is all true. P- pitch black and just showed me a bush. I was like, what do you want me to do with this? This is up there with the time you saw someone wrestling a swan. That's true as well. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it was a weird one and it interrupted Alex's story and it did sound like I was being rude, but if you haven't listened to the previous podcast, it's worth listening to because it was funny and a good way to kick off this year. Um, we've got a question from Paul Sandy on... Uh, Paul Sandy 78 on Twitter. He says, what's the quickest you've been able to knock one out? But, well, how do you determine it? Isn't that when, when you get your cock out, do you come in or the whole... Well, you tell <clears> that from not touching your cock to jizzing. That would be the determining factor. I can kick us off. I mean, when I say quick, it's okay. I'm, I'm probably, How many seconds? Maybe 10, 15. 10, wow. 15 seconds? No. I, maybe, maybe 30 seconds. 30 seconds would be a probably. Have point. you ever been able to jizz uh, without having like a hard one, like jizz through a floppy? No. No. Mate, I can do that. I, right, that's, I don't think that's something you can break, you should brag about. I'm just being honest with you. You've probably got kids all over the shop that if you can do that. There <laughs> ain't birds wiping themselves on fucking bus seats. That's where it happens. So you okay? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. A couple of minutes. I don't think I'm within seconds. Yeah, I I, uh, I found the older I get, the less I'm interested in self pleasure. Gotta be honest. No, you see, I've I've I found a new love for it at the moment because I was on that medication. Remember last time I said I can't come. Mm. I was on this medication of sertraline, and they've taken me off that now. <laughs> and I can feel like I wake up and, and my my dick's like play with me. Oh, good. So that that, that 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 stopped for a while, and now I'm you know back in back, back on the fet life. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, so we played a game against Middlesbrough, didn't we? You and, did, yes. Uh, I think I was the only Tottenham fan on this planet to come away from it not like completely and utterly depressed. Like I was frustrated. Uh, I felt that we should have won, but I also didn't hate it. I don't know. Is that is that's a shit way to describe it? But well, we've been playing so. Oddly, can't even say poor. It's been very odd performances recently. Yeah, has. that was probably a semblance of of a team performance against a, a very average Championship team. Yeah, but I think what the game probably showed is that Lamelo and Lucas have to start every cup game. Lucas, 
Yeah, because yeah. as Bardi said, these guys are just made for cup games where anything can happen and they can just create something and they've just got the determination. I think what it was is I found <clears> it <throat> better to watch him because there, there, there was no points on the line. Yeah. Like every league game, I hate. I hate it at the moment. I have done for the last year. But with a cup game where it's like, oh, if we get knocked out of the FA Cup again... That's what we do. No, yeah, but it's, that's such a that's such a shit mentality, though, isn't it? Because like the the league, we know that we know the league is fucked this year. We we there was that when when Mourinho took over, there was that kind of hopeless because it was three points out of the top four. And four. Maybe it's on. Maybe we can get top four. And I think that was just false hope. Mm. And now, really, for any for this to be anything like a good season, it has to be the FA Cup. We're not going to win the Champions League, mm. right? Um, lightning doesn't strike twice with a crazy run like we had last year. I, I hope it does. Yeah. I hope I'm fucking wrong, and I hope you, everybody tweets me and kicks. You can all kick me in the bollocks if we win a Champions I'm League. Sh- right? I'm sure they'll be more concentrated on the fact that we are winning than wanting to get you for saying that. No, 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 no. They'll be like, oh, we just won a Champions League. Where's David Alfie Ward? Want to kick him in the bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not going to go out and celebrate, no. I kind of, I kind of get what Flav's saying is that um, in the league, there's kind of stuff at stake. And there's teams below us, teams above us. And there's a bit of pressure within the game, whereas in the in the knockout one-off game like the FA Cup, you just got. It's just is what it is. Yeah, it? but yeah. I want to win. I want to win it. No, we, yeah, we, 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 we want, want to win. We want to win. Yeah, but game. it's not a nothing game, then, is it? I was, I was. It's, when I, do you know what? I had to take a phone call around half time, and it overrun. And when I got back about to the TV, about I don't know, fifty odd minutes in, we were one 0 down, and I just walked in the living room and thought, oh, for fuck's sake! Like, and I was so frustrated because it it, it just felt like a nothing. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I'm, just, not, I'm not saying it's a nothing game. It's just that the league has become such an important thing for Tottenham that it's a millstone. Yeah, every game's a bit like a millstone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like you know you lose and the teams around you win and you're looking at the league table and you know kind of there are other clubs around us that are doing well. It's just I don't know. It was just it was nice to watch a game. So you'd rather didn't... finish fifth with no FA Cup or ninth with an FA Cup. Right now, the right FA, now. FA Cup all day. Exactly. All day. So, well, no, what do you think I'm saying? I, ain't saying I think I you're think saying... interpreting it massively, yeah, Dave. I, Dave, I'm not saying... I ain't saying I don't want to win it. I'm just saying I was more relaxed watching this when the league... Right, now I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what it was. I thought you were saying, been off the cup. No, I mean... No, I, no, I, I, I <laughs> think uh, cup double this season. Like, imagine if we did win the cup this year, despite what was happening. I mean, the team you picked is quite strong, though. That's, that's yeah. exactly it. I thought, like, I, that, that team doesn't get picked under Pochettino. No. Probably not. No. 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 So um, why, like, why, why is Sanchez not playing? Given the fact that he's I think he's got like a knock. He must have. A, he must not be fully fit. T. Um, must be either what Dave's saying or just he's resting him. He's resting for the next game against Liverpool. Right? You'd hope. You'd hope so. Um, I've got a few words to say about Liverpool as well when we come into it, and just letting you guys know. Prepare yourself. Just letting you know. Okay, let, let, let's, get, let's get this Middlesbrough game out of the way because so, well, everyone's seen it. The most, Im- the most important thing I thought from it was when Lacelso came on, he changed the game completely. This kid is fucking mustard. Does, does he have a role though in terms of does he have a position? Because does he play in the midfield to in front of defence and distribute the ball? Does he play in a three every behind time, the striker? I don't know the answer to that, but if, if, every single time we have started a game that's and we've been on, it's come on top, or we've conceded a goal. He's changed the system and put in a ball playing player in midfield. So, and, and it's generally worked. He's changed the game, and we've got back into it. So, why not just start with that? Like, if, whether it be Ericsson or Lacelso, just just start with it instead of insisting on Winks and and, and Dombele or Sosoka and, and, and Dombele. Dyer. Or Dyer. But Dyer um, played in defence, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. 
We ain't got it there at the moment. So let's maybe just get on a front foot and try and hurt teams. He played five or six attackers though, didn't he? So I guess that's probably him being on the front foot. Yeah. I thought Lamella and Lacelso uh, Le- Le- they, the they, they did change the game, and I, I think Lacelso Le- Le- needed that. Okay, it was against what you quote unquote lesser opposition, well, definitely. Yeah. But there has been a times lately. Although you can see that he's got ability, he's kind of like taken a second too long that you don't get in the Premier League, and he's getting mm. kind of tackled or clamped or losing the ball. Um, and he, he really had a good game. He used the ball well, and he, he was you could see him growing confidence, which was great to see. And I hope now, I don't know, he won't start against Liverpool. I think that'll be too much for the test. But it was it was really nice to see him have a good performance. Yeah, it was. And we wouldn't have got there without him, I don't think. Um, he's apparently... So the situation with his, he, with his transfer is that we can buy him for a lesser amount in January. And we have to buy him for more in the summer if we wait till then. But we only have... We're only obligated to buy him if we if we, if we qualify for the Champions League. Yeah. Like, is that one hundred percent true? I'm not complete. That's, that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's kind of how Windy I've got in my it. head. Windy mentioned it. So I mean, but how do they how like, do they I'm police right? that if we buy him now in January for yeah. thirty two million? I think or something was like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do they police that if we you know they we, we signed him then he's our player and then. Come, come May, we don't qualify for the Champions League. Do they go, oh, no, you have to sell us back? You know, no, I think if we choose to buy him in January, he's, he's ours and everything, all the stipulations are gone. Yeah. But what do you think, and you mentioned a good point, actually, in the WhatsApp group, T, is that he, we might flip him. So we get him, he's clearly talented. We could sell him for more than... I, I, I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. He does, it does... It stinks of De Bruyne and Salah for me under under Mourinho if he isn't going to play think so? I think so? I don't... I, I think... He's not as perhaps not as good, definitely not as good as De Bruyne. But when Salah was at Chelsea, he probably showed similar levels of capability. Yeah, I think. Um, what's his role? Is what you're saying? Yeah, what's his role? I don't know if Mourinho fancies him. But yeah, I could see us just buying him and, and selling them fairly quickly. Mm. I could see that happening. But I would love to see us give Lascelles more of a chance. I think it all comes down to again what happens to Ericsson now. If Ericsson leaves this window, um, then. There's more of a space for Celso to kind of prove himself. What do you think will happen with Ericsson? That's, nobody fucking knows. Um, what's this this inter thing? It was a kind of like the in the nose. Reckon it was a done deal. Was Sarri was saying he would prefer another another player? I can't remember. That's, Conte. Well, that, that's, Bidal. That's, yeah. Bidal, sorry, Conte. Um, it, if you if we had the option to sign him on another three year deal from now, would that be something you think we should do with Ericsson? Yeah. Yes. And and I, do you know what? I, I, you go on Twitter now, and you see so many people turning their their their, their backs on Ericsson. Like he hasn't been one of our best performances. He hasn't given us some special memories over, over the, seven years. Yeah, though. exactly. Like and and these are the same people that, that tweet Gareth Bale and saying, "Come home." Fuck off, Gareth Bale doesn't give a shit about Tottenham. Mm. Come home, you know. So I, I feel like people are very um, quick to forget what, what's happened. And yeah, he's not been putting in the performances. And yeah, he probably does want to leave. But uh, you can't. If he changes his mind and says, all right, I'm going to give another three years to Tottenham, and he, he's committed to that, of course yeah. you want him to stay. I actually thought his performance against Barrow was pretty good, and he's mentioned it before, but the, the kind of, just the way he strokes the ball, and I know it's not important, but the class he has, and if you get his form back, he's, he's an incredible player to have. Just the, the idea that he could stay and regain some of the form that he showed after the last seven years, it would be crazy to, 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 to push him on. So you're, Bye. I, don't, I wouldn't say necessarily... If he's, if he's on a new contract, it would be OK. Yeah. But I'm kind of made peace with the fact that he's going to go. I think we've got good value out of them. We've got him for, for peanuts. He's gone for about £11 million. Mm. So 
we said, you know, we could have met, could have done a Coutinho a few years ago and reinvested as um, Liverpool did and you know won a Champions mm-hmm. League. But I think even if um, Everson does go on a free, I think we've got great value out of him. We've got a, got his best years out of him as well. And I think maybe that might have to be one. Just need to cut the cord, let him go, and try and, and rebuild and try on, and yeah. find a future the, without. The thing is, I think he's played for his best club. I don't. I can't. He's, well, this idea. That the Real, one thing about yeah, the one thing about Eriksen, I think he, he he sees himself as a Real Madrid boss and a, a, a level player, and, le- and it's not going to happen. I'm sorry, they've got too many, and he's he is on his day, and when he's on form, he's a world class player. There's no denying that. But if you look at those two clubs and the players they've got in those positions, he doesn't come near. Mm. Right. So he seems to he needs to come down off his high horse a bit. But he is a fantastic player, and like T said, we have got good value out of him. He's given us some good memories. He's played some blinders. He's dragged us out of, you know, he's dragged us so to victories. Yeah. Remember that, that goal, especially uh, against Sheffield United. I love that yeah, goal. Yeah, so yeah. Much he for that. And he yeah. rolled rolled it in. It was the first time a free kick or a long time? It wasn't it was a free, free kick. kick. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, uh, and, 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 and to be fair, the free kick he scored against Brighton was class. Yeah. Was it Brighton or Norwich? Norwich, sorry, Norwich, sorry. Yeah. No, Norwich, there's so many games over the festive period. I got to the end, honestly. The game against uh, Southampton, I was just sitting there on my sofa, slumped not reacting to anything because I just felt like I'm fucking done with so much fucking football. Anyway, can, do, do you think we can win the FA Cup? Are you waiting for this Mourinho influence to kick into gear? Is that is that? That's an interesting question in the sense that there's some people who are convinced that uh, Mourinho's done and that the Man United, the end of days there is what he is right now. Right. Then there's some eternal optimists who feel that he's got another, there's a thing in the tail. Mm. You know, he's saying stuff like, you know, we've got no strikers, almost moaning, whereas Pochettino got on with it, so they're almost polar opposites like that. Poch had a patched-up squad, but he's always kind of gone with it, whereas Mourinho will openly complain that Cessna Nong's not a left-back and mm. Sissoko's not a six. Yeah, yeah, So, but then play them there. Yeah, so it'll be interesting, but we can win the FA Cup. We absolutely can. It all, it all comes down, I mean, with any cup competition, it comes down to a bit of luck of the draw and, you know, it's... it's and all that but yeah of course we're, we've got a very very good squad and we, we've a good enough squad to win the FA Cup and Mourinho again does know how to win these kind of competitions And but he's right I think people are a bit unsure with Mourinho at the moment because of the way he's reacting in the media And but that's because he's just a different manager to Pochettino and he's always even when he was at Chelsea and Real and stuff like that he was, a, he was moaning then yeah, he was he's, always he's, like he's always just teetering on yeah. very unhappy yes yeah. <laughs> so it's not like oh he's it's become this man yes. no. no no it's nothing new it's just I'm, I'm kind of sitting here and, and this is someone who went early with Mourinho I'm like I fucking love him I absolutely love him. And now kind of looking at his performances and he's only been six weeks in the job, seven weeks in the job, and thinking, I'm not impressed by what I'm seeing. Not that it, it doesn't work, not that we ha- the, it, the results haven't improved. You've seen the win percentage creep up under Mourinho over what was happening with Pochettino, but I kind of, I can understand why people are, aren't happy with the style of play. It's very long, very direct, and uninteresting. As you touched on the last podcast, though, like, yeah. we've got no midfields. Yeah, this is so true. Have we got any ball player midfielders? Maybe Winks and and Dombele if he's fit, but he's, he he doesn't seem to. He's mm. a bit part player at the moment. And Winks is not going to flourish in this system where we don't play possession football. Yeah. So let's talk about. We, have you got that later? About yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, um, one more thing about about it. It's like, I don't know. I think what this proves to me with this Mourinho thing is the squad is at its end. 
right? And I think what I think what Levy was doing with sacking Pochettino and getting in Mourinho was like, maybe I can revitalise, just squeeze the last bit of juice, yeah. and it's not happened, no. which means Levy knows he has no choice now but to invest in a, in a new squad. Hopefully. Well, that's it. Because, yeah. Well, because, I mean, well, what did Pochettino die for then? Yeah, you know? I mean that's that, that's the only thing. You know? The only thing because he has yeah. he has to now spend or maybe this experiment could you know we could still get something out of this squad toward the end of the season. But we need it. We do need a complete refresh. I think Christian Hendridge made a point on the transfer touch up mm. that this is kind of like the last throw of the dice. If Mourinho fails, then what? Do we revert to a young progressive manager or do we go for another big name? Mourinho was available and. You'd snap, you'd, of course. We, we, we kind of had to. Yeah. And when you've got players who don't know if they're happy at the club, Mourinho's there. If he can't motivate you, then, mm. you know, what can we do? I'll say this to my old man before, because what happens basically is that I used to always watch Spurs with my old man, but now I've moved out of town into Wiltshire, he's got no one to talk to. He, like, he's, his missus, my stepdaughter, she hates football. So every time I speak to him on the phone, I get everything, every single yeah. feeling he is. And, and, and because Spurs are, are kind of poor or frustrating at the moment I get a lot but we both agreed that we need to like a fire sale get them all out keep three or four of them and completely refresh the squad and see what happens then like I said like we I think Levy honestly towards the end with with Pochettino it it felt like okay it's probably we all said it's probably the squad the squad needs five or six players in five or six players out but then, obviously, he sacks Poch and he gets in Mourinho and I think he's really hoping there, or maybe he'll give him a kick up the arse and we can squeeze something. And it's not looking like that. So now we, we need to invest. There's, there's nothing... We, we can't do anything else but no. invest now. And this is what's frustrating about watching it, is that Spurs fans, you could do nothing but wait. And yeah. we just have yeah. to process every single result. Um, and there are some people out there that don't want to wait, didn't want him in the first place, and they're going to be very angry for a long time. And I don't know what success looks like now, really, because like finishing top four this season would be unbelievable, incredible. Next season, what are we hoping for? Like Mourinho, when he joined, was talking about the league. He has to maintain that mentality. Otherwise, what's the point of having him there? So we'll see. Um, we've got a question from I know Alan Gilzine on Twitter. He says, Harry Kane is a thoroughbred that has been treated like a boxer from Animal Farm by Snowball, uh, which is Poch, and Napoleon, which is Mourinho. Like boxer, he may be all too willing, but he needs someone to take the load off his top level. Sorry, load off or his top level career. Will Basically, be he's asking, has he been treated like a boxer? I think he's doing a lot of uh, hard work for. He's a fucking employee at a football club. What, what do you think? It's a difficult one because Kane wants to play every game. Can we get a really, really good striker who's prepared to just step in when Kane is injured? And Kane's not going to want to not do it. Like, he's not going to not, not play. In the same way that Boxer yeah. wanted to work hard because he, that's what he was about, Kane w- wants to play because he, he wants to score goals. He wants to be that guy. But I don't think his injury is about him being overplayed. I mean, this, this is three or four seasons in a row, though, that he's been injured. and We've, we've had Son step in, we've had Llorente... Stepping last Lucas season, Moore, yeah. yeah. So, but this was I this think, was a muscular injury, whereas previously yeah. it was a like a challenge. Yeah, but I think we're at a stage now where we have to have a contingency and take the load off Kane. Would, it's, it's, even though Kane may not want to, we've got to have a, we've got to say, look, Kane, look, if you want to extend your career at the top level, we're going to have to lighten the load on you because yeah. at the moment we're having to play you every game. 
And the similar was said about about Delhi. That's another story together. So yeah, he's played a lot of football as well, Delhi. Since Mourinho's come he in, he looks yeah. knackered. I mean, and, and you can see when he first when Mourinho first came in with Ali. I'm sorry, I've gone off subject. Sorry, sorry. But um, Ali looked like a revitalised man, didn't he? He was, yeah, he was the performances he was putting in. He was scoring goals again. But now he just looks. He looks like he needs a he so needs a rest. And a lot of games, uh, with with Kane as well, it's the same. Like T said, if he wants to, he needs. To, he's like twenty six now. Mm. He needs to start thinking about prolonging his career. And I mean, he's always out every season to to, to what one two months. Yeah. And the bloody Super Bowl is on as well. But his, <laughs> his team haven't made these Super Bowls, so more <laughs> fool him. What does that matter? What does that mean? Now, basically, he loves American football. Last year, he was at the Super Bowl because his team, his team always his team's anchored, final. He's anchored gone. Well, who's his team? Uh, the Patriots. Is that like Man City? Of... I don't know. I don't know a lot about the NFL, they're but good, they're, always, they're, they're, they're always there or thereabouts. Is that yeah. the geezer? Who wants to buy Yeah, no. To, to, no. Sorry, the guy that Tom owns Brady. them. No, who, who's the quarterback? Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, yeah. And he's like Harry Kane of the... No, yeah, he's yeah. very good. He is because he was drafted in round four. Anyway, I'm bored. And he's old now. So is he old? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 43. Still doing it. Fuck, mate. Um, the Tongan uh, is, is done. It's done in here. Like, T, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Like, the idea of him getting a new contract now at 32 when he looks so leggy, is it's all, it has to be off the table. Like, I appreciate everything he's done. It's difficult because you talked about it with Bardi on the five statements and um, I'm reluctant to write him off. But again, I think we need to have a process where we phase people out. Mm. Um, does he play Foyth and Sanchez in, in more games? I don't know if Mourinho trusts Foyth. Sanchez is it, it, Sanchez, Sanchez has proven that he can take the load. Absolutely, and and he should be playing ahead of Vertonghen now. Yeah, but I think maybe Vertonghen needs probably needs to be out of the firing line for a few games just to get his sharpness back. I think there's still a player in there. Um, as for the contract, um, I kind of did all kind of. Um, Danced around the answer when you asked me last time. I think one year should be the limit at most. Yeah, no, hundred percent. If, if if anything with with Vertonghen, um, I he he's a he's a fantastic player and a fantastic servant to the club. Um, I would like to what see, like if he gets a year, then kind of almost like a kind of coaching year as well, like work with Foy. Because yeah, he's still because he's knowledge. Oh my god, he's he's a great player. Nick probably, Nick probably I don't know if you're going to shoot me down with this. Probably our best ball playing centre half. Still, I, I don't know, I, I, but I like mentally. All the old can ping it. We all know that, but like on the ball, I think Vertonghen is is, is calmer yes, and better. I've said yeah. this so many times, but I can't believe that the Vertonghen we're seeing now, where his legs seem like they're failing him, is the same one that absolutely dominated Dortmund. Yeah, so he was, he was everywhere yeah. in that game. It felt like he, that, that was it. It was that moment. Yeah, possibly, he blew but his then, load. But then Bardi made a very good point again. I'll talk about the Patreon pod. Which is, sorry, so I keep sorry, talking guys. about him because people are going to sign up to him. But, um, <laughs> he mentioned that maybe if he plays for a mid, mid-table mid team, they'll sit a bit deeper and that'll shoot him more. Yeah, yeah. Playing, for, playing for a top four, top 16, mm. you know, we're going to have a lot of the ball, we're going to have a higher line. And that's not easy when you haven't got the legs for it, particularly when the person next to you isn't that much younger than you and his legs aren't what they were in Toby Alderweireld. It's just like there's moments, and I don't know if, this, if I'm just kind of focusing on this because I've got a bugbear about it at the moment, but he, he receives the ball, pushes it out wide, gets like chased down by Ings or Long or Redmond, like he did against Southampton, and every single time his long ball gets blocked. And it's just like that. He In his head, he knows what he wants to do, mm. but his body won't allow it anymore. Um, he deserves because of what he's done for Spurs. And remember, he came to Tottenham and he's been for it all. Like, I think he signed for Spurs the same year that Loris did. Same window as Hugo and Dembele. Yeah, and bad. Sigurdsson 
and Dempsey. We meant to get Machino, but we got Dempsey instead. That was a really good window, that. <laughs> that was, yeah, in, in reflection, it was. Do you sometimes still think about Dembele all the time? Well, since he's gone, we've had no midfield, so, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> just the way he would, like, glide past players. Just I hope wank he, over that shit. But, I, but hope he, I hope he's fucking destroying... Oh, I bet he is. No, Chinese women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's just stacked up <laughs> numbers. <laughs> he's, he's got bodies he's, on his I'm record. sure he's a married religious man. Is he? He's married. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Muslim, isn't he? So I'm pretty sure he's not. Okay. The thing with Dembele, though, is that... Don't spoil a dream. <laughs> we, had those, we had these conversations about him towards the end that have his legs gone. Yeah, they had. And we got a fee for him. Yeah. And maybe we have to be a bit more ruthless in the coming, in the coming years because there's some the people around that age... Uh, TT's right I think we've fallen in love with this squad for what they've given us yeah. and it's hard to to watch <laughs> what, what, no, no, no. what have I fucking done there no nothing nothing T uh, T after the last game posted a a tweet uh, with the squad just going I fucking hate these guys right uh, now. Right. <laughs> and then before the game I still fucking hate you oh yeah, yeah I saw that yeah. well listen the, after the Southampton the first time I was like Fucking can't! I can't look at any of you. That's what I felt. It's like your, it's like your, your son has just been accused of sexually abusing a, a young girl. I can't, <laughs> fucking hell! I can't look at you right now. Right now, I love you, but I don't like you. Right, okay. I, think I don't think that's. It, it that's, turns out I didn't do it. So that's, okay, right. good. Fucking hell! It's a weird analogy. I ain't got a son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure your missus' son will feel very good about you mm. saying that. He's nine. Well, yeah, you never know. Why are you adding like details to this? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I've made a joke. You, you made a weird analogy. Did I don't want to joke. What Ricky Gervais did at the go. Like, yeah. it's, it's all good now. We're allowed oh. to make like on the edge jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got any pedo Jake? Uh, no. Good. We'll make one up for your next set because that's the new oh. vote. The new vote. Pedo joke. Okay. I could say something libelous. What? Cristiano Ronaldo's got been, been pitted with an iPod shuffle. What's that mean? The iPod shuffle, that little square thing. Yeah, like an, an ancient iPod. Like yeah, 2001. Yeah. So I kind of wondered what he was listening to on it. When? When he did what, the... When did he get pictured with this? Yesterday. He's got a tattoo? No. no. He had an iPod when shuffle. When you go to games, when these right. players go to games, normally have the headphones on. Yes. He had a little iPod shuffle on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you saying? He's like a sexual son, son, Well, he was a key... I bet that's full of R. Kelly, isn't it? Well, that's the... There you go, that's yeah. a joke. Well, it's quite good. He's a comedian, he understands that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I, uh, and probably got asked, Michael Jackson as well. And it was Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, all these, Gary Glitter, all the nonsense. Someone asked um, what he was listening to right, on, on Instagram, and I was going to comment, rate me by Nirvana, but I've decided not Ooh. to. That is a cracking tune. Do you ever see, the, yeah. you see that picture this week of uh, Charlie Polly. Adam? Polly's a fucking weird one. Yeah, let's, Pol- stop, let's stop playing it live, because someone kind of acted the song out. Oh, shit. Did you see the picture of Charlie Adam? Uh, I've seen the picture of the comparison between Ronaldo and Charlie Adams. And it, yeah, it's, there's a picture of Charlie Adams celebrating a goal for Reading, <laughs> and he looks horrible. Yeah, is and then there was a yeah, he's ready. He's Reading, and uh, and the caption was him next to Cristiano Ronaldo, who uh, I think they're roughly the same age. Said one of these men is accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with that Ronaldo shit, man, is that they shut it down. He's he, he's he's lawyers shut it down. Yeah. Which is worrying. And on that note, uh, we're going to break. Talk. Second half of the Fighting Cup podcast, joined by David Happy Ward. Hello. And his filth. Hello. Did you enjoy the first half? I did. I did. It's been a while since I've been on. It's been since about October, so... I, yeah, feel, like, nice. I feel like we fixed everything. Like, I feel like if Jose Mourinho listened to us, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, no, I think that's it. We'll, we'll get top four now, FA Cup. And it's all... If that happens... Oh, mate. Imagine. That's us. That is us. That's us. Champions League plays... 
and winning the FA Cup. It's like stuff you dream. Like imagine if we did it playing this shit football as well. <laughs> and yeah. so like we dreamed about under Poch and we'd done it playing. Do you, you know what? That's almost Spurs, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the, the, that's a Spurs thing to happen. Yeah, definitely. To shit else your way to uh, an <laughs> FA Cup. I'd fucking it. take it right now. I'd absolutely take it. Uh, Liverpool. Got, uh, yes. I, I just wanted to say something. Go on. This game is prime for Tottenham to win convincingly. We are, I think, deep down inside me, I have no fear about this game at all. We're going to go in there. We're going to blitzkrieg them. They are Poland, and we are the Nazis. Eh? Is that right? I swear the analogies today have been very weird, and I'm, I'm sorry for that. Everything. Everything, but um, I was saying to T before we started... Send the tanks in. Send the fucking... The Nazis invaded Poland, that's what started World War Two. Yeah. So what are you saying? We're about to start World War Three. I think we, this will be a significant moment in our history. <laughs> like it was for the Nazis and the rest of Europe. Yeah, but no one remembers the Nazis fondly. Yeah, but Everyone's going to hate us. <laughs> Everyone's going to hate us after. Like, essentially, I wouldn't say Jose Mourinho is Hitler. I would say he's Himmler. <laughs> you know something, though? How do you feel about the Arsenal? The great Himmler. The, the, the Arsenal Invincibles, right? Yeah, so... So Liverpool got a season unbeaten. I'd kind of... I'd be all right with I'll, be, I'll be fine with it. So if we draw with them, it's kind of like... We're bloody their nose a bit. Yeah. It's an encouraging result. And the thing is, about that Invincible season that Arsenal had, they drew 12 games. Yes. Right? Which, like, take actually take everything away from them. Take, anything you can to take away that incredible season they had, we should. We want Liverpool to, to decimate the league so that no one ever talks about Arsenal like that again. Season after the Arsenal Invincibles, Chelsea lost one game away to United. They lost 1-0. And that Chelsea team was better than that Arsenal team. Do you reckon? Yeah, they no, was. Points. Bet, how, more in points, you know, they lost one game though, so they're not remembered. Game. How many points? Who got? Uh, no, how, how many games did they lose? Chelsea one game that, that yes, year. But they got so, 95 points. Is that Mourinho? Yes. Yeah, that was Mourinho's first season. They went... And you look at that team that he had. It was all, the, the, the kind of nucleus of it. He had, he had great players. The nucleus of it was sort of Makaleli. Makaleli was a great player. And Lampard. That, that three-man midfield. He played like a, almost like a little diamond in that midfield. Any, any, any team that has mm. that in the middle... But they had Essien, then they added Balak. So I thought, I thought they were going to win the league like forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Iron Robin as well. Yeah, it? yeah, he turned Iron Robin and... Uh, Drogba. And Duff, Damien Duff, when they bought him as well. Like, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, anyway. Uh, yeah. if, if, I don't know, I don't believe that we're going to win. I, I was saying to T just before we start recording that... Um, you know, as a Spurs fan, you always have that that little that little seed of of hope in your head. You're like, actually, if we get an early goal, you know. <laughs> I said my, my my greatest example is when we lost four nil to Real Madrid in 2011, that mm. Champions League. And I was walking down Tottenham Road for the second leg, and I was thinking to myself, "This is yeah. Real one. Madrid. Get an early one, mm. and we'll beat them five 0 Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is the Tottenham hope. I don't have any of that for this week. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of it. <laughs> I think you, I think you're. That's that's kind of the mindset of most Spurs fans, and, and for good reason. I just feel like we're going to turn it around. I, I feel like we're going to turn them over. I feel like we don't have Kane, we don't have Sissoko, and they are comparable in their impact on our team. Right? We don't have our major players, our two best players. We don't have them. But what we do have is a shit house of a manager who will find a way of dicking up Liverpool season. 
I hope you're right. And if you're right, I'm going to call you up Saturday night and just cry down the phone. I, I just feel like, if, like go big, because no one's expecting it. If you go big right now and it comes off, do wonders for the podcast. It will. Just go early. <laughs> and, uh, you know, are they that good? They are going forward, yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And they're very good at the back. As well. uh, there was a bit, <laughs> yeah, they're really good at the back, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe, like my brother Adam mentioned this the other day, Koulibaly, signed in from Napoli. No, it's quite cool. But, it, like, signing him from Napoli is the exact kind of signing that Mourinho would have made anywhere in his career. I don't know if he's any good, but I've heard his name mentioned a lot, and I feel like he could be the answer to all our problems because we've been linked to him. I'm purely going from FIFA, and on FIFA I sign as many strong, quick players as I can because that's the way you win that game. Right. And he's immense. Okay. And I listened to the, uh, the transfer roundup, and... And you, at the end, you was like, so you know, all these players, two which, players. So just and, just so people don't know, we we listed uh, we listed seven players that have been linked with. It was can't well, can't well, yeah, Ka- from Norwich. Uh, it was Decore of Watford, uh, Koulibaly. Help me out. Another Aarons. Norwich player, wasn't it? Uh, Max Aaron's. Lamar. 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 See, I didn't even see uh, that link. I'll take Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, and, there, and there was one other, and we, we and I asked Kristen who. Dabala. He's well versed in. In, in, in football, he knows what he's talking about. And he said the two players that we should sign, and I kind of agree with him, are players from Watford and Norwich. Mm, I, I agreed with him in terms of we need a midfielder more than we need a centre-back. Uh, but I think Koulibaly is, is, again, from FIFA, a very good player. And he's very highly rated, right, around Europe. Yeah. I listen, you know, I, I listen to On the Continent, which the uh, Football Ramble do, and they're always talking about how good he is. So if you can get a player like that in, and if it's on this shot, I would. wouldn't be a bad upgrade, yeah. would it? Well, you look at Leicester, they've got Sionchu, who wasn't exactly highly touted. And there's this bloke from uh, Juve. What, 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 was it, what did you just say? They've got the centre-back, the one who replaced um, Maguire. What's his name? Sionchu, I think I pronounced it wrong. Turkish. Turkish, is it? Turkish, is Turkish yeah. Yeah, he's a Turkish centre-back, and he's done. he's been doing wonders for them. And um, there's a bloke from um, Juve, the centre-back, Demoral, Demarai. And this is meant to be really, really good. And it'd be a lot cheaper than Kula Bali. So, so they, they don't. Leicester fans do not deserve what's happening this season. They don't deserve it. They've had, no, they've they've had, had a league. Fun, they've they? had a league title. How, why? Why suddenly Leicester look fucking great again? It's it's very frustrating because they're signing players who should have signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and and, and a manager maybe. Perhaps, perhaps. Perhaps. I just can't get my head around the fact that there was a big rumor that he banged a. Um, Hey? How do I? Uh, take oh up? yeah, of course. I'm of course. not pretty aware. Yeah, no, but we all know. I mean, without saying it, we all know what what you mean. Transsexual yeah. bullshit. Oh no, okay. You didn't have to say it. It's, it's like it? when Stormzy did the thing on New Year's Eve, and he weren't allowed to say "fuck the government, fuck Boris." He did it though. So, no, he didn't. He oh, just no, went. No. You know. That's because he's a pussy. I ain't. Yeah, I did think that. I thought, like, come on, Stormzy, you pussy. Yeah, say yeah. "fuck the government" and "fuck Boris." Fuck Boris. Um, no, not you. I don't know. Oh, sorry, I'll try and make up for it all. <laughs> <laughs> he's um. That, that, what I'm saying, the point, the wider point I'm making, because the, the points I do make on this podcast are multifaceted, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is that he has. A, people think Brendan Rodgers is something that perhaps he isn't, and that's a kind of awkward, little bit cheesy David Brent esque kind of guy. When actually he's a fucking top manager. 
he's an amazing manager. Mm. He knows his stuff, doesn't he? And like T said, they've got players that we should sign. Like even uh, Tillemans. Yeah. Well, wasn't we offered him? We were, and, and the right back. And, and the thing is, I'm not sure that we would have done more with those players than what Leicester have. I think perhaps they've that, that is the right environment to develop the players that. They I mean, have. that's um, or that's, maybe not. Who knows? That's half glass, half full, kind of. Yeah, or empty, as or it, empty, as it were. There was a there was an interesting development on Twitter this week. I don't think we can't not mention it. It's the uh, Spurs Central TV. Debacle. So those that don't know, um, there was a new YouTube channel uh, that that was created uh, where it, I think it was fronted by a guy called Chris Cowlin and Ricky Sachs of Last Word on Spurs, and the reaction to it was pretty conclusive. Like people didn't want it. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Um, so this thing with sort of fan TV. Um, I think people react massively to it because of what Arsenal fan TV has become yes. or AFTV has become and what they potentially were going to do was nothing like what AFTV was going to do and it would never have worked because we're a different fan base and we don't have the characters in inverted commas to sustain and build an audience in the same way that AFTV has done but what was your take home if you have any of that debacle because they created their account they released some videos and within a couple of hours whoever set up the account deleted everything I think the timing was bad we're not playing well morale is low and launching the channel in this time the content within the next month or so is just going to be you know horrible negative however I think they tried to push the transfer window thing and that they're going to talk about that so um mm. but there's the thing of um, Ricky Sachs and Chris Carling is that it's very, um, it's very polarized. They're very polarizing characters. Um, I mean, last word on Spurs put out a tweet they're doing the podcast yesterday, I believe, and you know, the, the replies to it were all you know normal, normal questions. They weren't like saying f off and anything mm. like that. But I think in the wider Tottenham Twitter, they're just they're kind of derided. I think my, I mean, I mean, my point of view, what I would say to them is, look, if you've got belief in what you're doing, and just do it and just fuck the haters. Yeah, I, I agree completely. It's just. In order to for that to win out and that ultimately it be a positive thing for you, you have to uh, you have to know you have to gauge the tone, and people don't don't want fan TV at, at this moment or if ever, so do something else. I think the, the negativity that is around Arsenal fan TV, um, it, you know, is is kind of a marker that we don't want that at our club, and it, it doesn't help that it's Arsenal as well. If, mm. if Arsenal fan TV was Man United fan TV, I don't think we'd care as much. You know? Yeah, no, no, of course not. You know? No, no, our neighbours down the road, our biggest rivals are a laughing stock to every other football fan in the country. Because of it. And we don't want that to become us. No, and, it, and, and the thing is, it never will. It never would do that because there's been that spur, Spurs... Spurred on. Spurred on, and there's the... I was on Spurred on once. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we are Tottenham. We are Tottenham. And <laughs> look, if, you, if, if, if the, the, the people that set this up had the kind of minerals or understanding of what Tottenham's fan base is like and then thought, fuck you anyway, we're going to do it, then they would have just rode this out and they would have got to do what, what they want to do. But if, what's the motive? Like, If the motive is to earn loads of money, like Robbie undoubtedly um, does, then you're going to fail. If the motive is to create content that Spurs fans want, you're going to fail. 
if the motive is just to do something because it makes you feel better about yourself, you're going to fail because the response is always going to be horrible. Yeah. And that, 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 that's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, loads of other clubs have it. I didn't realise... Um how um, outraged the United fans were about their versions. I don't know if it's MUTV or Red Devils, whatever it's called. Well, Red Devils United and, Stand, I think. Uh, United Stand is the... As a fanzine. Is a fanzine that brought all this shit up yeah. recently. So they they had, like, an expose in, in inverted commas, saying that um, the fan channels that like full-time Devils has Steve Halson and a couple of other lads on there. Uh, they were owned, they were owned, they're not anymore, by a, a company called Shot Glass Media, which is a, like an established, like massive um, multimedia company who took an interest into fan, um, fan TV. And uh, this is... Uh, the, the, the situation they had is that they... Well, what, what what United Stand was saying was a bad thing, was that, that this is like a mainstream media dipping into fan culture, but it's been that way for many, many years. It's not, it's not, yeah. really, a, it's not really an issue. We've did the, I don't know if I should put in, but the FA Cup draw has just been made if we do beat Middlesbrough. Who have we got? Southampton away. Oh, fuck's sake. So, um, somebody we've just played recently. Mm. And, get uh, revenge. Yeah, we could get revenge, but also kind of... Tough one, really. Stick it up and get, get a body on the record. Do you yeah. want to say why? <laughs> uh, and and, and one, one of the other things that's, that, that's kind of been talked about today and, and the last couple of weeks is this Rudiger stuff. Yes. So I'm... Uh, when, when when that happened and that announcement around the stadium came out that you know racism will not be tolerated, I went straight on Twitter, and I probably shouldn't have done this, but I was being reactive because I was ashamed of the fact that this could be true of our football club that, that someone in the crowd was doing monkey noises towards him and I was like not Tottenham surely I understand our fan base has many many different people and they will have different political ideals but someone to do that which is such a horrendous thing to do and also such an ignorant thing and and uh, like to, get, to get if you feel that way but to get caught and, and feel like you still can do it and get away with it, it just I couldn't get my head around it. So in my head, it was true because the announcement came out. So I tweeted and said, like, it was an Im- Im- you're an embarrassment to the football club. And then since then, there's been an investigation and they haven't been able to find anyone who's, who's you know, said anything or, 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 or made any monkey noises. Now, the issue isn't the fact that this investigation has happened or the accusation, accusation happened. The, the kind of biggest talk- talking point for me is that there are Spurs fans out there digging out Rudiger saying... Like you, like like it's almost like he's made a mistake. Like he needs to be like dragged over the coals because he's made this accusation. Um, I was at the game, and uh, when it was when it happened, and they announced, I, I, I saw the the referee uh, who was having a really poor game anyway um, go over to the touchline and, and talk to Marina. I didn't know what was going on, and then the announcement came through, and I thought straight away, I felt I don't I don't believe it. Uh. That was my gut feeling because I was on the shelf and um, there's 17,000 people in that stand that, that allegedly the, the, the abuse came from and they were all very irate with the performance, very irate with the refereeing performance, very irate with everything. I mean, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Sun had already been sent off and they flashed that replay up once and it, on first instinct, it didn't look like a... Because they, they only showed us once. 
once mm. he got sent off. And yeah, if you look back at it, he does kick out, but they showed us once, and I think everyone was irate. I think people were, I think Rudiger thinks he heard what he heard. So, so do I. I think he, I think he heard something. I think he heard so, who 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 let the out or something similar. Yeah. Uh, that, that, why would he know what that is? So he he's it, it, from his perspective, he's heard what he's heard. Yeah. But I think the question we need to answer, ask uh, and speak about and answer is is why some Spurs fans are angry at him for making this. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's, it's bollocks, isn't it? See, what do you think, mate? Uh, I mean, I'm on the same side as you in that. Um... I don't think Rudiger should get any stick for it. He followed the protocol. He thought he heard something, and and he reported it. Mm. Um, you know, since then, uh, I think Ollie Holt has done an article which I've not read, um, kind of dragging the Spurs fans over the coals. You know, the Spurs fans and their reputation is tarnished, and we deserve an apology. From who? Well, from Rudiger and from the from the media. Yeah. Because no, they're, they're saying he got it wrong. They're saying that he lied. And I'm. They, 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 I mean, you're never going to get an apology from the media, but you can be angry at the media for reporting stuff that they that wasn't substantiated. Yes. But I did the same thing, and I'm a Spurs fan. Like I did the same. I tweeted immediately saying, "This is embarrassing." I, I tweeted um, um, fairly straight away, fairly immediately as well. Mm. Um, and there's been conversations had since where. I think there was one conversation I had where they said Rudiger's been a bit inflammatory in that he got some sent off and he kind of mimicked the noises he thought he heard mm-hmm. after he got... And after the game, he wasn't, you know... He, he made some other comments. The comments I saw was that he knows that Spurs fans aren't like that. just one or two people, blah, blah, blah. But then I see a, I see a Photoshop today. He's calling, you know, the words lie, lie over Rudiger's face. Not, and, they're, and they're demanding an, an apology that, from that's, him. That's what, that's what I don't agree with. And um, are Spurs fans on the whole racist? I don't believe they are. Are there racists who support Spurs? Absolutely. Well, I had that it's case recently. It's, it's a lot of averages. When last time we saw each other. With what? Uh, and I said, at the Olympiacos game, do you remember? I was quite irate because somebody was racist. Yes, about, yes, yeah, I remember now. Um... But with that, with, like I said, there's 17,000 people in that that stand. Um, it, it would have been, had to be hundreds, if not thousands, of people unison making those noises for it to be heard. heard yeah. That's all I thought, I, because it, it was so loud in that stadium. Because we were irate, because of the performance, and because of the sending off and stuff like that, it it wasn't quiet. And I just I just really felt like he's heard something. He thinks he's heard something, genuinely. Mm. But that's he's not, mistaken. But the and key, that's, that's, the key that's, point that's, is it's, it, it isn't on Rudiger. No, it's definitely it. not. No, and it, I haven't seen any tweets towards Rudiger, but if, if anyone's tweeting no, Rudiger, they're a dickhead. My, my feeling at the time, there's people said, you know, they're bringing shame on Spurs by bringing this our way. And I never, you know, I mean, look, before I'm a Spurs fan, you know, I'm a black man. And I just thought, I just thought for Rudiger straight away. And, I, you know, I just hoped that, you know, if it did happen, you know, on behalf of Spurs, I'm sorry, and Vertonghen said something along the same lines as well, that, you know, this is what's happened, and, you know, I'm sorry, I love London, it's multicultural, and that was lovely for Vertonghen to to say that. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, I mean, the the statement today says that they couldn't find anything, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it didn't happen, and it doesn't mean that Rudiger didn't hear what he heard. Yes. It just means that we have to be kind of we have to take a step back and think about what we're saying and that Rudiger isn't a liar because he no. didn't. And, and to call him a liar and to dig him out on social media is really a kind because of... Because the, the protocol is there, so minority footballers 
can report stuff. Yeah, and if Rudiger's going to be driven, okay, he's not going to be driven out of the game, but if we, if we got to the point where he's getting a hate campaign against him, why would any other black footballer report it, even yeah. if they absolutely hear it? Why, why and, would and, they? And do you know what? The vast majority of football will read the statements that have come out from the club saying they couldn't find anything and, and, and feel like there may have been a miscommunication at some point and don't now think that Tottenham Hotspur is a racist fan base. The people that are demanding that Rudiger apologise for, for something he, that he, he need, ne- never has to apologise for are creating a bigger issue. You're creating a conversation where there, there needn't be. It was just something that happened that probably wasn't like overtly racist, that he may have heard something that he didn't that didn't actually happen, but because he's not learned in the culture around Spurs and the kind of chance that that we sing, may have thought that he heard what he, he, he yeah. hadn't heard. So, but, but just let it go and just don't fucking start attacking the, the man who thought that he's been racist. What, what, I would, what I really, really want to add is that the club handled it very well. Um, yeah, they, did, yeah. they, they investigated it to the nth degree. Um, they wanted to find it. Yeah, and even in the statement after, they, you know, they mentioned Rudiger, but then it said, you know... No, not so much uh, if you think you heard something or whatever, but just like the way the club, the tone of what the club have said, mm-hmm. you know, kind of impressed me because um, there are plenty of minority Spurs fans who have their own stories of what they've heard at games. And um, I don't think we're the sort of fan base who are going to do monkey chants en masse, as, as you said, in, in the aftermath of the game. But there are, there are, there are pockets of racism at games. It's just what it is. I'm sure... Uh, people that aren't white that have gone to watch Spurs have been racially abused. Undoubtedly. I'd like to think that that as a fan base, and maybe naively, we'd, we'd, we'd self-police it as well. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know. Well, when, I don't when, think we do. Okay, so, think, so my example would be when I was at uh, Olympiacos, yeah. there was a guy uh, sitting the row in front of me about 10 seats to the left. Now, he was quite clearly drunk and probably on something a bit stronger as well and he was a bit irate the whole game like uh, the whole first half was standing up shouting you know just and I thought he's being a bit of a dick mm. you know um, but and then all the people around him kicked him out and I naively at first I thought that's a bit harsh he's being he's a bit jumped up but he's you know and then the woman that was really vocal at telling him to fuck off um, she walked past me at half time I just stayed in the seat and she was going down to the gangway and I said, uh, what happened there, love? And she told me that he had racially abused Zoria. And, and, and everyone around him, people behind him, next to him, all got up and told him to fuck off. And I'd like to think that would happen, but, you know. I think, yeah, I mean, there, there are lots of decent people that watch football. Yeah. And there, there are a few dickheads that, yeah, most of the time, hide their ideologies. Yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to do one news and article and then move on to questions because we've got to finish up. Harry Winks is being discussed by most, by, by both Manchester United and Man City as a p- potential transfer target. It's uh, a bit weird, wasn't it? Like we, we, we mentioned in the group about how much he would cost. What yeah. would Harry Winks cost to buy? You said 25. 25, yeah. But I just think Levy being Levy might squeeze a bit more, might squeeze a bit more money. But play well in, in, in for, for City. Yeah, I mean, a pair of you mentioned a fire sale Maybe this is part of it. Maybe there are going to be some players who, who you know, 
you might not expect to leave if you leave. Do you remember back in the day when you used to get the emails going around about EastEnders? We've got, like, we got a plot for the next seven, eight months, and this person dies, and that person... Well, what both I have no idea what he's talking about. Well, you've got emails? This is, this is going back to like 2004. That's like early days of Hotmail and shit, man. And you see ICK into EastEnders? Yeah, like the phone said shit, man. I remember what they said... And you thought that we would... Like, this was a normal thing. Well, look, there could be people listening to this who will back me up on this. No, no, not there will be. <laughs> there will be. If anyone knows about an ITK EastEnders soaps. email soaps. So- soaps in early 2000s, please WhatsApp, <laughs> please uh, tweet <laughs> at Love the Shirt and include at Felonious yeah. in it. I need to know. <laughs> it's like that, though. Like, the way you just talked about it. I know, yeah, like, like, we all knew. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> he would wait at his, 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 his computer, like, I wonder what's going to happen with the Mitchell brothers. You know, fuck off, T. Why did you want to know so bad? I didn't want to know. I was a centre. Oh, yeah. Okay, go on, go on, one, go on. I don't know. I sent it, yeah. and secondly, it happened in um, it happened in Game of Thrones, for example. Yeah. It was like a Reddit feed. It's yeah, Reddit. It's to get a bit of ITK by future episodes. No, maybe, maybe someone saying that you know what? Could it be Winks? Could it be Ranyama? Okay, 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 okay. okay, but can we just say that uh, Game of Thrones was one of the most watched TV series? Of the last decade, More right? people watch these senders in Game of Thrones. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a lie. Your yeah, point has died on its ass. No, over the years. No, over, over the years. Over the years. Like, I'm talking phones, about listing figures. We're talking about billions. If phones oh, are oh, 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 oh. Do you remember, wait, do you remember when... Do you remember when the, no, no, that's not what I mean, right? I mean the current listening figures. Do you think... How many people watch uh, the latest Game of Thrones episode, for example... Then watch the latest EastEnders. More people watch the latest Game of Thrones episodes. Back, 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 back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you still watch EastEnders? Yeah, he loves well, it. Uh, of course he does. He's the one that starts his... Ricky still does. Well, the thing is, my missus' mum watches it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have one eye. Anyway, what was your point? Sorry. No, the point is, is that um, you guys mentioned the far cell. I so we're going to get some loads of ITK of all the names of players who are going to go. Some of them are going to be shocks. Yeah. And I guess Wings would be a shock. W- Wings leaving now would be a little bit like, like it would be a weird one. The well, thing is, he's homegrown, so there is that. Yeah. He's homegrown, uh, so he's going to have a bit more money value to him because he's English and all that. But also, if he does go to City, because he's quite a neat and tidy player on the ball and he won't have to be asked to do so he'll much do off well. the ball, he'll do, well. he'll do well and it'll be horrible to see. He'll do well in Barcelona yeah. as well. Like, under Guardiola I can see it uh, we've got a question from Ali Jameson he sent this in in October last year first off he said would you be happy if Kane stagnated and potentially even went backwards from where he is or remained injury prone if it meant he stayed at Spurs for the rest of his career uh, would you take a, a, a Harry Kane that would never reach what we've like known him to be if he just stays with us because we have the story of him being our Harry Kane I want him to stay with us because if he leaves what is there there's no one else. Um, obviously, there's a cult fandom of Sissoko. Mm. Um, yeah, but that doesn't help us, does no, it? No, no, no. Well, that's, that's our point, though. But I'm saying that if Kane leaves, there's no, there's no talisman. There's no anchor for us to kind of hang our hat on. And I feel that um, that Harry Kane is some is a figure we've not had for probably about 20, 25 years. We've had someone like Mabbott. He spent a lot of his career with us. Yeah, it's my yeah, but we've not had a player. I mean, Ledley King has his injuries. That's another story. But yeah, yeah. it'd be nice. It'd be a nice story for Kane to I mean, have his career with us. Even if garbage, Harry Kane scores twenty goals a season. I mean, yeah, and that's I mean, garbage by his standards. You always want him to stay and kind of be this one club man, this legend, stuff like that. But what I want to ask T is: Would you rather Harry Kane stay for the rest of his career or EastEnders go bust? <laughs> What, what did you do when <laughs> Ted Riley came on the podcast? Yeah, oh my god, fanboy! Masturbating. 
Well, yeah, I took, I took a sneaky selfie when we were recording. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was kind of my, that was my quickest wank. Ted, Ted was lovely. Where is Ted? Ted was lovely. <laughs> Ted's quickest wank is when Ted yeah, Riley came on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I, kind of, I, I shook the hand of someone who shook um, Danny Dyer's hand. Yeah. And he was his son as well. He, uh, he, um, he did mention that you went in and took a quick flash of his penis. Uh, he, yeah. he was if he wanted to be in your kind of email link. Right. Well, he would have been about five on that email went out, so <laughs> he would have been six. The best kind. Uh, Nelson Lassar on Twitter, he says, would you rather taste everything you look at or hear everything you think of? Hear everything you think of. So I, I, I replied to this because I couldn't quite work out. And I said, so if I think of a table, I, I hear that table. And he just said everything. You hear the table, you don't... Well, what, what's, what's, so if you if, if so, you'd rather taste everything you look at. So, all oh, right, right. He's he's thinking like if you think for a moment of your parents having sex, you hear it. Right. Okay. Well, my and, and the opposite is taste everything you look at. So I'm looking at that lamp on your desk right now. I'd ha- I'd taste it. It wouldn't be the end of the world, would it? No. But you I look don't, at shit, though. You look at shit. Oh, so I, I don't have, really look so at if shit. If you're no. having a piss at the urinal, I, I have looked at shit. Go on, T. If you're having a piss at a urinal and you're looking at the urinal where you're pissing. You're tasting that chewing gum that 25 people have pissed on before you, so they'd have to be here. That's the only thing yeah, T, you've seen American Psycho, haven't you? A long time ago, the yes. The film. You know the bit where he gets a urinal cake and coats it in chocolate and gives it to his girlfriend? Oh, fuck me. Do you know that? Very good. I've only seen it from once, so I don't remember. So I've read the book and seen the film. Uh, I spent a lot of time in a world of someone who's fucked up. And one of the, one of the parts of this film is he... He gets a, or order book, I can't remember. He gets a urinal cake, coats it in chocolate and gives it to his missus for her birthday and she eats it in front of him. Every time I take a piss, I think about that. That's disgusting. And this is what... It'd have to be here, everything you think of. You know, back in the day, uh, there was a footballer called Hayden Fox, played for West Ham. And um, at a Christmas party, what they would do, go, go to the toilet, get a urinal cake, put it in pints and neck it. And I think about that every there's so a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a viral video that went round of this. this uh, I would say he was on some kind of heavy narcotics on a night out. I think they're daring him or paying him some geezer. Like, and he's like, yeah, eat that. And he gets it out of the urinal and he eats it. Mm. People like, are fucking idiots. Yeah, oh, man. We've got to right. ask that question. On that, what one? The middle one. Okay, Jay, Jay Lenke on Instagram, he says, young men rent a yacht and... S- oh, so this is a, a news story of uh, some blokes who rented a yacht and it sunk because they had too many people on it and the excess people were prostitutes that they'd bought. And his question is, how many prostitutes would it, would it take to sink a 40-foot a yacht? I've never been in a yacht before, so I don't really know how they get... Like, fucking boats are buoyant. Like, yeah. you're, taking, you're talking hundreds. Yeah. Like, if, if you've got that much money, you, you deserve to drown. I kind of want to go down to old uh, Victoria Park and get a rowing boat and see how many prostitutes it takes on that. Just want to row around the park with like like twenty prostitutes. I, I like the idea. I like the idea. I like the idea of David Alfie Ward rowing, yeah. and there's like eight eight women, eight and women then, all around me, and then they start to get like panicked when you get into the middle where the the water starts to flip over the side and you're like <laughs> and I'm really bad at rowing <laughs> <laughs> right on that note the fighting cock is done thank you for joining us we'll be back next week it's the fighting it's the fighting cock it's the fighting it's the fighting cock a camel Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Network.